how you can get McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. McDonald's spicy crispy chicken sandwich. And or filet of fish. Any two for just six bucks. Sounds really good, doesn't it? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. A single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Technology on. Technology on. Transition some stuff. Oh my goodness. Sad news. I won't be having a guest. That makes me upset. But things happen. We will prevail. It'll be just fine. Let's see here. Put this over. Boom. And then we got uh, a this one here. Let's see. Everybody doing okay tonight? A little behind the scenes action before we get going here. Do, do. Got Nicole, got Erica. Once again, you guys are always on different streams. I always, I think that is incredibly funny. Evening, evening. Hey, Mac, how's it going? Good to see you. Let's see what we got going on here. You. And mute for now. Boom. All righty. So, all good for Mac Taylor. That's nice to know. See, <laughs> Mr. Radio Voice. I love it. It's good times, Nikki. Ah. Okay, Nicole, apparently you need to get your butt over to the DOAE show stream. Um, that way Erica can bounce things off of you. So go to the DOAE show stream, you know, because you can. And you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Got a couple minutes. Oh, it's a good thing I have a full set of stories to go to. I was going to talk about some fair tax and things like that, but oh well. We'll deal with it as we get it. Let's see. Okay, there we go, there we go. <sighs> oh, wonderful times, wonderful times. All right, I'm going to transition, you guys. It'll be 15 or so seconds, radio silence, and we will get the show on the road. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. You can find us everywhere that you find all social media podcast-related devices and things and broadcasts. By that, I mean you can go to Facebook, Twitter, YouTubes. Um, we are on the MeWees. We are on pretty much everywhere that you can find us. Instagrams, even, at the basically at uh, DOA Show. 
So forward slash DOA show on all of those forms and podcasts and everything else. By the way, if you do look for, look for us on the podcasts and things like that, we are tied to a couple of other stations and everything else. So you may have to look a little bit deeper. Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Um, you can also find us live on Mojo Five O right now. Uh, we are also live on the Facebook page, Mojo Five O Radio, where you can find the video and everything else there. And if you will, drop us a line. Go to doashow.com. You can either go to our shop, get some wonderful stuff like uh, this here mug or this here shirt um, or many other things, wonderful gifts that you can get for everybody uh, for all year and all seasons. Great gift ideas. Go over there, get a shirt, get a jacket, get some yoga pants, get a coat, you know, whatever. It's no big deal. Get a hat. That'd be good. Anyway, um, and if you do go to our website, that's uh, doashow.com. You will also be able to join us, and by that I mean uh, for free, if you want to, become a shield bearer with us. Uh, That is for free. Just give us an email, and uh, we set you up with that. That'll keep you in line with uh, any updates or anything that comes comes along the way, Um, or you can help us out. And if, by helping us out, what I mean is you could become a full-time defender with us. That's $5 a month, $50 a year. And uh, when you do the annual subscription, you also get a free ter- T-shirt, either the one that I'm currently wearing or the hashtag I see what you did there T-shirt, which, by the way, if you go on Twitter and find us, hashtag I see what you did there is how you follow the show. Uh, to answer your question, Donna, no, I will not be on the 50-50 tour, mainly because I have a whole separate job and my life does not depend on the radio show yet. If it did, I promise you I would be there, but it doesn't. Um, so, uh, the 50, uh, the, uh, by anybody who's asking about that, that's the Mojo 5050 tour. It's Mojo5050tour.com. Uh, go there. You can find out where they're touring. It's 50 straight days of them on the road, which nobody does. And that is crazy. Um, that's the, the whole Doc Thompson and conservative cartel crew. Anyway, beyond that, we have many, many things to get through. Um, let's get to something that I haven't been able to get to for a week now um, and something that uh, I really need to. A judge says federal law against female genital mutilation violates U.S. Constitution. This was uh, released on November 21st, so my birthday, which is kind of weird. But mm. that's some good tea. I might be nursing this tea a little bit more um, today because uh, my sore throat. But we will get through it, folks. You see, a federal judge in Michigan has dropped most of the charges against a Detroit doctor who was accused of female genital mutilation, concluding that Congress overstepped its bounds when it passed a law banning the practice. The law from 1996, they say, violates the Constitution and is unenforceable because, in general, criminal law is left to the states and female genital mutilation should not, uh, should uh, should be no exception. Um... A need to stop you there. Criminal law is not a state's right issue. Now, there are many laws on the books that are delegated by the states, but there are federal criminal laws. You can be charged federally 
for certain criminal laws. And for Congress to pass something that says you cannot forcibly abuse a female by mutilating their genitalia is not against the Constitution. In fact, it's actually upholding the Constitution. Why, you may ask? Well, let's ask, uh, let, let's think about this. When your actions hurt another person, that is the line that the Constitution has dictated is the point where you cannot cross. So this being against the Constitution and unenforceable? No, it's not unenforceable, and no, it's not against the Constitution. You see, two charges against Nagarwala for conspiracy to travel with intent uh, to engage in illicit sexual conduct or obstruction um, remains pending. So... Apparently, this person not only has things about uh, procedures that they've done, but they also have other charges like conspiracy to travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. Um, A spokesperson uh, for the U.S. Attorney Office uh, in the Eastern District of Michigan told the NPR News uh, that reviewing the judge's opinion... Reviewing the judge's opinion and will uh, that they are reviewing the judge's opinion and will make a determination on whether or not the appeal, uh, whether or not to appeal at some time in in the future. A lawyer for Nagalbarwa tells NPR that the ruling is exactly what our justice system is designed for. No, no, it is not. No, sorry. It is not what our justice system is designed for. Um, I don't know if they're actually going specifically for this is a... Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. So, quote, We are confident that a trial would have shown that the religious procedure done in these cases was protected by the Constitution and far less invasive than male circumcision. No matter what future court proceedings may still occur... We committed, or we're committed to the fighting for as long as it takes to prove Dr. Attar is innocent. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to get into the actual nitty-gritty of what they do. But basically what they're doing is they're, they're saying that um, this is circumcision for women. Now... Circumcision is a touchy issue, mainly because it deals with, you know, cutting off a portion of uh, a man's penis, um, to which I was, it happened to me, and uh, yeah, it changes things, obviously, so does it affect, is this the same as circumcision? No. The practice, the religious practice of female genital mutilation in Islam is meant specifically to make it extremely painful, or at least a lot more painful, for a woman to have sexual encounters. 
meaning that the only time that they want to have sex is when they want to have children with their with their husband. It's forcing them to not enjoy something that gives them the that would generally give most people a great pleasure. And by forcing them not to enjoy it in any situation, the religious practice dictates that the only time that the woman will want to is when she wants to have a child. But I mean, really, half the fun of having a child is the practice. Am I right? Anyway, um, and that's with your wife or your spouse. I should say your spouse because, you know, there are a bunch of girls out there and ladies, um, not girls, but ladies out there. So you ladies understand print (laughs) that, uh, you know, this is not about a religious practice that is widely accepted. This practice is meant specifically to harm a woman, to make it so she does not ever want to have sex. The entire point of a circumcision originally was a physical marker of of being Jewish. And then it became, well, it's cleanliness. Well, it's not actually cleanliness. And then they decided basically they're going to take the entire thing off in, in some cases, which is why you have certain, uh, certain people that have, uh, you know, not had the best issues involved in their life, um, especially for men. So, is circumcision and female genital mutilation, which is, uh, you know, the circumcising, I guess the clitoris is what it is, I believe. Um, is it the same thing? No. Because a man can still be pleased with the with the transaction, <laughs> per se, um, afterwards, after the effect. It actually makes it a lot more sensitive. So it doesn't hurt the man in the long run other than, you know, shorter strokes. Um, but when it comes to a female in the same situation where they're having that, that cut off, no, that is a very painful and it will be very painful for their entirety of their life. It's bad. It's not good. It is not a religious practice that should be dictated. Honestly, I don't see why circumcision, other than for Jews, should be dictated either. But that's a whole nother issue. Anyway, that music means that there is a commercial break coming. So we will hit that commercial break, and we will be right back on the other side. All right, let me see here. Sorry about that, folks. Obviously, my voice sounds a little weird and strained. It is okay. It is just I have a terrible sore throat. Don Ray, the mug, uh, uh, the mug is actually not that expensive. Just go to the website. It's right there. I believe it's like 10, 15 bucks or something, I think. I think. Don't don't quote me on that. I haven't looked at it, looked at the prices in a while. It might be 20 bucks. I don't know. 20 bucks, same as downtown, you know. Uh, let me see. Yeah, there we go. Female gender. Yeah, see, that's exactly. C Mac, this is what you missed. 
this is what you missed. You could have gotten in on this sort of conversation, um, but instead we just talked about your book. But that was okay because your book is awesome. Um, let me see. Print the logo on the butt of the yoga pants and I will purchase. I did. I did print the logo on the butt. You know, I did. I did. It's there. Go find it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think my boss wants to call in. Rut row, Raggy. Let me see if I can get here during the break. There he is. Let me see if we can't get him in. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently on a... Let's see. Try one more time here. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. And I think I need to go some radio silence. Let's check it out. And welcome back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Oh, I tell you what. It has been quite a week. Quite a week trying to get everything going. I believe I'm trying to see. I think Ron Phillips wants to call in uh via the Skype so I'm trying to get him in and see if he's uh, he's willing to go. He wants to tell you guys a little bit more about the the Mojo 5050, Mojo 5050. Let me see what's going on here. Anyway, all right. So, while we're doing that, um yeah. Here's the next story while we're waiting on Ron here and uh getting things sorted and situated. <sighs> Quote. Oh, uh-oh. There he is. Mr. Ron Phillips. I'm here. How are you, Stephen? I am doing good, sir. How can we help you tonight? Are we live? We are live right now. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, brother, I just wanted to call and say the show sounds great. Awesome. And uh, then give you guys a little bit of uh, some information on our upcoming mojo 50 50 tour you want to hear about it i do i would love to hear about it and i know that a lot of these people do 
Well, fantastic. Thanks for the time. Hey, guys, we are, uh, this is Ron Phillips. Uh, I'm the CEO and executive producer over at Mojo Five O Radio. A lot of you are hearing us on there right now, but uh, I just wanted to call and let everybody know we are, uh, we have uh, this last Friday on Black Friday, we announced um, what we're doing, our big thing in 2019. It is uh, a Memorial Day bus tour. Now, I say bus tour and everybody gives me grief because it's hard to do 50 50 states in 50 days uh, in a bus. But we know that already. So uh-huh. uh, yes, yes, <laughs> we know that already. But yeah, we uh, we're going to be uh, traveling the fifty states uh, over a fifty day period. Something that's not been done before. And hell, we don't even know if we can do it, Stephen. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we're we're going to give it a shot, buddy. Uh, we uh, we're just going to be traveling around. We've got uh, some state. I mean, some cities already picked out, but mm-hmm. those are all subject to change before Memorial Day. But we're planning to leave sometime Memorial Day or that weekend, um, and we'll start uh, we'll start in Indio, California. Probably our first stop will be Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, and then we'll just crisscross the, the country. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll fly up to Juneau, Alaska, from somewhere in uh, Washington State. And then we'll fly back the next day over to Bend, Oregon. Nice. And then, uh, of course, our last stop, uh, we all by plan was is Hawaii, Honolulu. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think after that, we're all going to take a like a week's vacation or something out there. But, <laughs> In Hawaii. Yeah. The bottom line, go though, is uh, this tour is being put on to 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 number one help you know promote our brand. That's uh, something that we want to do. We've been lucky enough to. Uh, uh, work out uh, some plans for a an entertainer coach, uh, like most people see the entertainers travel in. That'll it's a sleeper coach. Yeah. Um, and of course, we're looking for title sponsors to help us get that coach. Um, but the bottom line is, is we're going to travel the fifty states to promote our brand and uh, bring some uh, some information to the masses about uh, the plight of you know some of our veterans out there. You know, the Veterans Administration is causing problems a little bit for some of them. And we're going to we're going to see if we can't drive some change. You see how you see what I did there with the drive. Uh, we're going to we're going to try to drive some change for our, our veterans. And the, and what we're doing is um, we're looking for city sponsors. Um, and these will be people who help us in each of the cities. And, you know, there's a small cost involved for that. But the big the big important piece of this is that we've all sat down and we've decided that no matter how much money we raise, whatever that gross number is, we're going to give half of it uh, to several veterans charities to you know help drive that change that we were talking about. See, that's awesome. Yeah, we think so. We think so. But we're we're pretty excited about it. Everybody's kind of pumped up about it. We've been planning it for about four months, but of course we didn't release it till I guess it was last Friday. Yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, we've got a website for it. It's mojo5050tour.com. If you, guys, uh, we're uh, called- if you guys are on the Facebook page, I just posted it right in the chat box. Yep, fantastic. Thank you for that. It's mojo5050tour.com. And we, you know, we because Mojo, we, we use the, the term Mojo 50, a lot of people say Mojo 50 or Mojo 5.0, but it's mm-hmm. actually pronounced Mojo 50. That's the station. And uh, so, so I call it the Mojo Five O Fifty Tour, but it doesn't matter. I mean, either way, <laughs> it's Mojo Fifty Fifty Tour dot com. Go out there, take a look at it. There's a little bit of information out there, and of course, all of the uh, all of the the cities that we are planning to hit are out mm-hmm. there. 
we're not sure if we're going to get to all of those or if we'll have to adjust. You know, it depends on where we get sponsors at and things like that for those cities. But we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and it's going to be it should be pretty good for you guys. Um, I see that you guys are going to be in North Carolina. You, it looks like Charlotte. I don't know why you would ever go to Charlotte, but <laughs> I'm not sure either. But uh, quite honestly, we can go to Charlotte or we can make an adjustment and you know move somewhere else depending on. I think the I think the um, the basis behind the city to city travel in the states is we have to be able to make it to the next city in I think under 500 miles. So oh. it's uh, it has something to do with how far a driver can drive in a bus, but I think we've got it mapped out okay, and I think we can make you know some slight adjustments to it. So if Charlotte's not where we need to be, Stephen, you have to help us out, brother. Um, Raleigh is the uh, Raleigh is the key, man. Raleigh is the key. Raleigh is the key. Yes, sir. Uh, we've got a we got a lot of people uh, on the website that mojo fifty fifty tour dot com. There's a a form on how you can help, and there's several selections there, and a lot of people are going, hey. We'd love you to come to our city. Here's how I can help you, and here's what we can do to, to you know, to volunteer, or if you just want to donate to the cause, mm-hmm. um, you know, take a trip out there and see what you see. There you go. You can take a trip. You can uh, you can see what's going on. If you guys do go to the website, make sure that you write down uh, kind of the time frames in which everything is going to happen. You said it was going to be around around which holiday? Yeah, uh, Memorial Day. So we're looking at May the twenty seventh through maybe july 15th i think that's the tentative dates Mm -hmm. um it's all going to depend on we may not leave exactly on memorial day but the plan is to leave that day or the weekend um and uh and then we'll pick up the bus in indio california Mm -hmm. and then that that first overnight trip will be over to phoenix arizona and that's where we'll start um but the list is in order on the website so you can uh, look at it there we'll probably be putting up some some tracker maps and things like that, and of Count course we're planning. Yeah, we're cor- <laughs> yeah we're we're planning to to blog from the bus. We're planning to video and shoot, you know, and shoot it just like we do our normal shows. Um, but it's the uh, it's the Daily Mojo with Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs, mm-hmm. and then uh, my show, which is uh, or Matt Locke's show. He's the host. It's called the Conservative Cartel. Your show, um, his and, show. I mean, and uh, and then of course me as the producer. So we're going to travel along. There may be a couple of other people with us. We might be able to take Chef Patrick from our Spoonie radio station with us, yeah. but we're, uh, man, we're looking forward to it. Everybody's excited. It is. It, that sounds awesome. And, um, if there's anything else you need to let it, uh, anything else you need to tell anybody about? I don't think so, but I sure wish you guys would go out there and take a look at it and then <laughs> help us share it, please. It looks like they're already looking at it. So that's great stuff. Ron, um, I'm glad you could call in. Thanks for actually listening to the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. The show, the, the, the show was actually sounding good tonight. Of course, you know, when you guys do the live shows over on the station, there's nobody at the station when you're live over there. So I always check in to make sure everything sounded good. And your show sounds super tonight. Yay. That sounds yeah. awesome. Especially with you're doing my a fantastic voice. job. Ron, no, you're doing a fantastic you, job. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Y'all take care and have a good evening. Yes, you too. All right. Bye. Ron Phillips, everybody. That's a random drop-in. Normally don't have that happen to me. Okay, so it looks like I've got eh, a couple minutes. All right, so here's a couple things I want to hit you with. Uh, This story in particular really got my blood boiling earlier today. Um, It was released today, and uh, a daycare worker was given 70 years in prison. Why was she given 70 years in prison? Well... 
Quote, I'm sick of this little bee. Daycare worker admits to killing an eight-month-old girl by suffocating her with a blanket. Oh, my timing was off. Oh, with that, I will get back to the story right after the commercial break. And look at that. Another commercial break. Wow, that went by really fast. Okay. Let me see here. What do we got going on? Bend, Oregon is awesome. Absolutely beautiful. By the way, yeah, guys, go check it out. Um, if you guys have any suggestions of anything that they want to do, um, please go th- go to the website. Give them better suggestions of places where they want to be. Um, I'm going to have to suggest to them on the website that Raleigh is probably a better place to go. Mainly because Charlotte is filled with the most crazy libtards in North Carolina. So, uh, that that being said, I wouldn't want them to go there. And, I mean, there's at least a radio station or two that's conservative talk in Raleigh. So, it makes it a little bit easier. Oh, my gosh. Let me see. Yes. Uh, the, the It is location fluid. Ba-ba-ba-bum. OMG, Jules, what? What's going on, Jules? OMG, OMG. 50-50 tours, everybody's going on, excited about that. Woo! Okay, let's see here, what do we got going? Yeah, Greensboro's full of libtards too, I know, I know, I know. That's why I'm saying Raleigh, Raleigh, the baby story, yeah! Yeah, the baby story. I'm going to finish up that before I go to the next subject um, because that's that's just a little bit too harsh. Um, I can't. I can't not talk about that. <sighs> it makes me so upset. Let me see here. It's going to apologize for my voice. Mm-mm-mm. Have you guys ever had one of those days where you're just kind of scrolling through Facebook and you find a story that's just burns your bridges? Takes everything you, yeah, it takes everything in you to not scream at the phone. Yeah, that's kind of the story for me. They need to come to Nashville. They're going to Tennessee somewhere. I don't know if it's Nashville, but they're going to Tennessee. Obviously, all 50 states. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. If you did listen to the last segment, that was Ron Phillips. Ron Phillips, that guy. Uh, the producer of pretty much everything on Mojo Five O, uh, talking about the Mojo Five O Fifty Tour or the Mojo Fifty Fifty Tour.com. Go check it out. 
uh, give them suggestions, let them know what's going on, um, tell them where to be. Because uh, they're going to go to every state, and they're trying to go to every city. Uh, well, not every city, but uh, major cities of those states, um, and also within a certain mileage radius between each state. So go tell them on what to do. And with that, let's get back to getting upset. All right, so a daycare worker has pleaded guilty on killing an eight-month-old girl by smothering her with a blanket because she would not go to sleep. Uh, the killer, who is 24, admitted to murder uh, to the murder of uh, Reese Bowman, the child, in May of 2017. I don't know why this story is just now getting out. Uh, see, Walden was sentenced to 70 years in prison for horrifyingly uh, for the horrifying killing uh, by Judge Althea Handy, who was crying as she gave the verdict. Apparently, so um. I don't want to go through the heartbreaking scenes. Look, you guys can read some of this. Um, What she did. Here's what she did. The kid would not stop crying, apparently. Um, Her brother is also at the daycare. um, A little bit older than her. And apparently this woman snapped. Kid would not stop crying, would not stop crying. So she not only yanked her up in a very fast-paced motion to possibly cause the kid to whiplash and other major ailments that that, that could cause, but uh, but the, she then slapped her. Um, and then she literally covered her face with blankets until, until the child could no longer breathe. They have see uh, they they have closed caption camera uh, cameras footage of the entire thing. Um, at first she tried to play it off like, Oh, the kid passed out and, you know, never woke up, you know, unresponsive, blah, 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 blah. And I just don't get it. This, this happened in Baltimore of all places. Um, and I say of all places, meaning, you know, of of the few places that you would expect something as sinister and horrible to come from because there's something terribly wrong with Baltimore. Terribly, terribly wrong with Baltimore. Um, I don't know what it is. This is a, I, I, I am a product of it originally. I was born there. Um, I got out of there at a very early age, so I didn't have that taint on me, but there's something horribly wrong with Baltimore and I can't understand what it is. Why would something like this happen? It's like, it's the same thing with, with like inner city Detroit and inner city Chicago and all of these big, big cities or these heavily populated cities. How does this stuff happen? How do these people survive? I don't get it. And the reason why this person was allowed to work at a daycare center was, one, she was 24 years old. Uh, She had no prior record. Um, You know, she was probably a babysitter when she was 17, and she probably took a class in, you know, breathing techniques and stuff. You know, it's it's not that hard um, to become a daycare worker. Um, It really isn't. So as long as you can pass a background check a basic background check, 
Um, you don't have any prior arrests or anything like that. You can work with kids for the most part. Um, this is something that scares a lot of people. This is this is one of the reasons why um, a lot of a lot of mothers and, and families, if if the situation allows it, would rather stay home and actually raise their kids at least to a certain age. Yeah, and it's, you know, she may have her own kids at the daycare, you know. It, it may be that, you know, any of these situations could have happened. Big cities and what goes on with this, um, it boggles my mind to no end. I, I don't understand snapping and doing this. So I, I, I don't get it. It's, it's not your kid. It's not your kid. And that's one of the biggest things that I find is interesting. There are some people that have a knack and a, and a tendency to love on those who aren't their own. But for most people, uh, or well, I should say for many people, if the kids aren't yours, they aren't genetically yours, you tend to not care what happens to them as much. If they're not family, you don't care. And that's that's a horrible thought to come to mind, but that is how it works. Transitioning from that, because that's... I had to get it out there. It's a news story of the day. It literally happened, uh, you know, the news story broke today. So I had to get that out there. Um, here's something to make you laugh a little bit. Climate change is already hurting the U.S. communities. Federal report says, a climate change is already causing more frequent and severe weather across the U.S., and the country is poised to suffer massive damages to infrastructure, ecosystems, health, and economy if global warming is allowed to continue, according to the most comprehensive federal climate report to date. The fourth National Climate Assessment is the culmination of years of research and analysis by hundreds of top climate scientists in the country. The massive reports detail the many ways in which global climate change is already affecting American communities from hurricanes to wild wildfires to floods to droughts. Climate change, and I quote, Climate change is already affecting every part of the United States, almost every sector of the United States, be it agriculture or forestry or injury or tourism, says George Mason University Professor Andrew Light, who is one of the report's editors. It's going to hurt cities. It's going to hurt people in the countryside. And it's going... And as the world continues to warm, things are going to get worse. Um... Okay. Then it goes into, uh, President Trump and numerous covenant members and people of Congress have questioned whether climate change has occurred or caused by man or whether it's happening at all. Yeah, I also um, am of that mindset. You see, too many times and too often, you'll have a couple of things happen. One, somebody will look at the weather of the day. And they will say, this is because of climate change. And then they will look at, you know, 
and then the, some uh, the opposite will happen the next day and the other, and another person from the other side will say well look it's now snowing it can't be climate change here's the thing our earth revolves around the sun the sun has a period of solar flares and we have a time frame when we orbit that we get a little bit closer to the sun than we currently are. Add those together, you have a little bit of warming in our environment. Now you take you, you take it and it's a 20-ish year cycle. We're already six years in to the cooling cycle of the solar cycle. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to have the UN, who's already put it out. You're going to have these guys at the federal uh, Fed, who've already put out their reports. Everybody has put out everything that they want to do about global warming. And they changed it to global climate change. Because climate change means everything is happening at all the times. The climate will change always. Yes. True. Because every year, we are in a cycle. You can track it. It's about 20 to 25 years. We get closer to the sun. The solar flares backed up a little bit more. We get farther away from the sun. The solar flares die down a bit. They thought that we were going to get uh, we were going to get hit with such extreme solar flares by now that the uh, that the electromagnetic waves and pulses from the sun were going to fry all of our electronics. That was already supposed to happen. Guess what? Solar flares died down because we're out of the solar cycle of solar flares acting up. They think our sun is going to melt down and we are going to melt down with it. They think our atmosphere is dying when in fact, if you look at it, the outer shell of our atmosphere has actually grown back. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Those spots that people keep on saying the ozone layer is dying and it's getting de- deteriorated. Nope. Nope. They're growing back. We may have done some damage, but it's fixing itself. It's the same thing with everything else. In the 60s and 70s, it was global cooling. When it was global cooling, they were like, oh, we've got to ration out natural gas. And so the price of natural gas went up. You then had, you know, gas lines and everything else going through. I'm sure, you know, you older folks will remember uh, standing in line for gas to get gas in your car because the gas station only had so much and it was really, really expensive. You could do that, or you could do a couple other things. You could realize that America we are a nation of people who are too smart for ourselves. We're too smart. I want to ask you a question. What would you rather trust? You see, Farmer's Almanac has been basically correct for about 200 years. The Farmer's Almanac has been 
basically correct for 200 years in predicting the weather, the climate, and the circumstances. We have the top scientists in the world that can't even figure out what's going to happen tomorrow. How about we just allocate Al Gore to his far, far recesses and we try to be somewhere better? There we go. All right, let's see. Oh, commercial break, commercial break. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We'll have none of that young uh, common sense talk. I know, I know. Common sense is politically incorrect. <sighs> yes, scientists are nuts, but that's okay. It's it's not their fault. They're just too smart for their own britches. Hey, Lori D joined the band. Look at you over there on the mojo side. Nice to see you. Ah, uh, let me show you, let me show you. Uh, true statement, we need to raise our own children. That is correct. Uh, yes, yes, very true, very true. You guys are kind of quiet tonight. What's going on? You're not actually watching, are you? Mm-mm. No, you're not actually watching. Texas counts as three states, so it should be 47 states in 50 days. No, no. They're not actually starting in Texas, so meh, that's okay. Let's see. Born and raised in a small town, never left. Y'all can keep your big cities. Yeah, I'm not a big, big, huge fan of big cities either. I mean, they're great for what they do, um, you know pulling all the masses and slop of, of the world into one close-knit area that is easily nuked, but, you know, eh, not too not too fond of it. <clears throat> not too fond of it at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Huh, funny enough, segment about climate change. So, you know, if you guys think about it, what they're trying to do is they're trying to blame the fires on climate change in California. That's that's what they're trying to do. It's it's pretty simple. They're they're not worried about what's actually going to happen. They just want to point a finger at something so that they can write legislation. I mean, what is it going to be? <sighs> Legislate everything to death. I know you guys aren't usually quiet. You usually are conversing the entire time. So it's kind of weird, Erica. What are you doing? And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. This is the last segment of the show. As you were listening earlier, everybody's trying to blame climate change for everything. So, uh, you know, go team. Go team. 
Um, something I want to talk about, though, um, speaking of gas lines and things like that, did you know that uh, oil prices have hit a new low? Apparently, it may be a bad thing. Um, I don't think it is, but um, some people do. They think it's a very bad thing for the oil, pi- oil, oil prices to drop uh, below $60 a barrel. Um, Trump believes that getting the gas, uh, getting the oil prices lower is a good thing. You see, um, the big issue that they're trying to do, that they're trying to say here is that uh, basically the reason why is because of Saudi Arabia, um, oil and things like that, and also the oil prices that we have now are due to the boom uh, from fracking, uh, or fracking and then cracking, uh, which... You know, Obama apparently took credit for over this past uh, week. Uh, he came out and said, "Well, you know, uh, uh, all this uh, oil boom—it uh, it didn't happen over the past two two years. It uh, happened when I was president. So you're welcome. Maybe you should be thankful." So here's the thing: Obama did everything in his power to stop all production. All mining, all drilling, all everything of all natural resources in America. He did everything he could in his power. And yet, oil industries found a way because of him. So technically, yes, he is to blame. But it's not because he did a good thing. He's to blame because he did everything he could to stop America from from producing its own oil. See, the U.S. has become such a large producer of oil because of fracking booms and innovation and drilling. It's not as easy a thing to say that uh, drop in oil prices is unambiguously good. Some random uh, market analyst said that nobody knows the name of. You see, America can can withhold all the way down to $40 a barrel. Um, and that's because that is the price at which we produce oil in America. We currently produce oil at about $40 a barrel. And as our technology gets better, it'll be less and less and less expensive for us to produce and to make and to refine. The only way this happens is if we continue down the path not if we stagnate everything and pause all production and pause all benefits um, just because somebody out there says that it might be a bad thing for the economy eventually one day down the road. Um, no, I don't think so. And here's why. You see, Paris is having, or France, is having a huge issue over gas prices. You see, Paris, uh, they've had protests over the past two weeks. And they've decided, those protesters have decided to get very violent. Um, according to the Associated Press, over 5,000 demonstrators rallied in the, nation, in, in, nation, in the nation's capital, brandishing French flags and signs denigrating the French president, Emmanuel Macron. I really want a cookie now. Mm, Macron. You see... The reporters uh, reports from the city that protesters are building barricades in the streets while police fire tear gas and water cannons. 
They're wearing fluorescent yellow jackets. Apparently, they're now deemed the yellow jackets because of this very original, guys, which everyone in France must carry in their car and screaming, Macron resign! Macron resign! Which probably they didn't scream in English. They probably said it in French. Which I don't know what resign means in French. What, what, it, what? How do you say resign in French? I don't know. How do you say it? I don't know. Many believe that the president is far removed from the problems of the little people. You see, uh, Macron put a huge issue about people working outside of the city limits or working farther away from their home. Um, so most of the people that live in city limits, they have to work outside of the city. They can't work in the city. Um, you say resign by saying resign. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It might be right. But, uh, so to add to that, France, everybody in France pays the highest price for gasoline currently in the world. And he's looking to jump that another 20%. And so that'll be added tax. It'll be a 20% tax added on to gas. I can't even say that, Mac. I don't even know what you're saying there. That's, I don't know what you wrote, you French guy. I bet you went to Google and Googled it, didn't you? Yeah, you did. You Googled it. So, let's just go over a couple of things. Macron did a live broadcast. He addressed everybody, um, and basically he failed. Um, France, uh, this, this is all about the fuel and fuel prices. Um, these people are tired of their socialist government deciding what they say, uh, what they do and how much it costs them. Googling it on the yahoos. Very nice. Um, just think about that. France is wholly subsidized by other co- countries when it comes to oil and gas. They buy it from America, they buy it from Saudi Arabia, they buy it from OPEC, and they buy it from Russia. Now, what economists want America to do is to do more of what France is doing. And let me ask you this. It's already $2.25 a barrel, or $2.25 a gallon um, for, for most places Somewhere uh, two fifty on the east coast, and you know, upwards of four fifty in the west coast for gas, and that's at sixty dollars a barrel. When <clears throat> when gas prices <clears throat> were its highest peak, dollar per barrel was I think a hundred and twenty dollars a barrel of oil, crude oil. And before that, when it was $60 a barrel again, back before that happened, our cost was only, only like $1.50. So here's what's happened. We have inflation, massive inflation, because the same cost per barrel is now costing us an extra dollar and a quarter already in America in gas per gallon. A dollar and a quarter per gas and gallon, uh, a gallon in America, because of inflation. 
and taxes and government intervention. And these economists, they want us to go the way of France and of Europe. And they want us to use the OPEC oil. And they want us to use the Saudi Arabian oil. And they want us to use the Russian oil. Instead of using the oil that we have, that we can produce cheaper, more effectively, and price out the competition. You know, at $60 a barrel, Russia is literally drowning in its own money. It's drowning in its own debt right now because they need a price of about $80 a barrel for them to survive. So why is Russia striking out? Why is Russia f uh, literally at war with the Ukraine right now? Because they need a land grab. They need more things to sustain them. They need more people to tax. And the only way they can keep their people occupied and not thinking about the problems that they have is by going to war. And Putin is crazy. Um, and he believes that he is the basically the, the, the next Pope uh, incarnate-ish type of thing. Um, he, be he believes, if you believe the people that are that he's listening to, that he is the next great hope of Christianity. Oil prices are tied to a lot of things. Now, I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent there, but oil prices are tied to our pockets. They're tied to the pockets overseas. Um, they're, they're tied to tons and tons uh, of international relations that we have on a daily basis. If we don't allow technology to advance and we don't make it cheaper, faster, better, more efficient, we will end up being owned by these other countries. Anyway, that's it. You've listened to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. <sighs> Come back and find us. Go check out our website, doaeshow.com. That's D-O-A-E show.com. Become a defender with us. Go get some merch. Buy a gift for a few people. Till next time, folks. Bye-bye. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.